Okay, so you haven't been on Good Good Talks since 2017. Yeah, since 2017, since season one. That's which insane. Is crazy. Yeah, that's Literally insane. Crazy. So yeah, I was on. I went back and looked. I was on episode five, and then five point five because we did oh, so long. <laughs> my gosh, we are on episode sixty, Allie. Which is crazy. That's insane. Which is oh, so awesome. Yeah, the 5.5, I know, because I, like, couldn't cut it, because we were talking about teaching or doing I stuff know. over me, all of that. I know. It just um, kept, kept going. Yeah, we couldn't cut it off. Okay, so we're three years ahead, and a lot has changed for you. So can you just give, like, a little snippet of where you're at, and, yeah, we'll go from there. Absolutely. So since 2017, I... Um, went to grad school, got my master's in American history and found a teaching position, uh, sort of mostly completed my first year of teaching. If you count ending on March 2nd as first year of teaching in the pandemic, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) the pandemic and the tornado. Um, and I met my husband and got married. Yay. You guys got married on June 15th, right? June 15th, 2019. Wow. So I know it's been a almost a year, which is Gosh. crazy. It's been a really, really great first year of marriage, but like we have done a lot of life in the first year of marriage between job changes and moving and the pandemic. So yeah. <laughs> I think the pandemic just for anybody or anything is so <clears throat> like, I've just heard so many things of like, we're going to be mm-hmm. talking about this to our kids Oh, absolutely. As a history person, I've told my students that too. Um, So I teach American history to juniors and I teach Spanish. Um, But my history kids, especially, I'm like, guys, in 20 years, we're going to read some really interesting things about once we can kind of look back and analyze what happened, how people reacted. I think that's going to be really fascinating to read what gets written. Yeah. Also, you should write something because first of all, (laughs) you're a history major. And then it would just be so cool to have a book by Allie and then have your like, you know how it has like your MA, whatever, MB letters to your name. You're like, yes, it did it. That'd be pretty cool. Not going to (laughs) lie. Well, and I love, I love history. So I, Mm -hmm. and I forget that that was your focus. And so the last few times that we've talked, when you do say, well, I, the impact, like you just said, like the impact it has on history, all that, I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't think about that. (laughs) And I love that you think about that. Yeah, it's definitely my lens. Even those two years in grad school really changed the way that like I read scripture. I go digging for the history and try to connect old to New Testament Mm -hmm. way more than I did before I got that degree. Just because it really makes you more aware of how connected the past and the present and the future are. Totally. How much it matters what we're doing right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. (laughs) Okay. So we've talked a little bit about like what we can chat about on quarantine talks, but yes, I want you to kind of touch on some things that have been bringing you joy during this time. Mm. Um, and maybe how for you, like what's your job like, like, so mm. job wise and then also health wise. Cause I feel like there's not a lot of people that maybe realize that this is impacting other people's health more because sure. as someone that like, I don't have any health things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not as on edge about it, um, or as, uh, aware of it, I guess. Sure. So can you go into that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
so job wise, this has been really interesting because, um, I, I know a lot of people quarantine or lockdown kind of started for them in mid-March for us in Tennessee. It started March 2nd mm-hmm. because we had the tornadoes go through Nashville and then through some of the Eastern counties as well. And, um, the city where I live was uh, severely impacted. It actually destroyed two of the schools in our district that feed into the high school I work at, mm. um, which was just heartbreaking. Honestly, it was, I literally can't still drive past them without crying because mm-hmm. um, it, it was just so close to being my school and mm-hmm. some of the families impacted were my, my students and um, it really, it was really hard. So that was a tough couple of weeks. And then ah. like, just as I felt like the community was kind of starting to pick itself back up and we were um, looking at going back to school after spring break, everything got canceled. Like everything got locked down. (laughs) We were in full-blown pandemic mode. Mm -hmm. Um, And we have not been able to do online school. A lot of people ask me like, well, how's online teaching? And like, eh, um, you know, between the tornado and the resources that got diverted because of those schools being destroyed and just the fact that in general, nobody expected this. Um, We didn't have the technology as a district to distribute laptops to each student and not all our students have internet access. And so Mm -hmm. we're not doing mandatory online school. Um, And it's been really hard because that's not the way I wanted to end my first year of teaching. Mm -hmm. So not ideal in a lot of ways. And then you asked about health. Uh, I think all teachers at least struggle a little bit with getting like the common cold. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But man, this first year of teaching, I had two sinus infections. Mm -hmm. And I've always had like a lot of respiratory um, illness. I had pneumonia in college. I found out I was allergic to dust, which is fabulous. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Just have to be like really aware of taking care of some of those things. But after the second sinus infection, I started having um, chest pains again that I was experiencing last year. Um, Usually what the doctors kind of ended up finding out last year when I was going through that was that my lungs were inflamed, but they couldn't really find a reason why. Um, They thought it might be stress. They thought it might be related to my allergies, but nobody was super sure. And so, you know, like that would have been a great time to go see a lung specialist or go to the doctor. But right as I got over that second sinus infection was when everything locked down. So we're just trying to be extra cautious um, and just, you know, I do think God calls us to be wise and take care of our bodies. And um, I really appreciated my husband, Grant, because he I'm not always most careful about my health and I don't mm-hmm. always worry about it like I should. And he's been really good about um, reassuring me that it's okay if we're a little cautious right now, just while we aren't a hundred percent sure what's going on with my lungs and with these chest pains. So mm-hmm. it makes us well, more likely to go out. To give people a little bit more perspective too, like it wasn't just a few months ago for you. It's been like a year and a half process of yeah. So yeah, we really thought we had uh, kicked it after my second trip to the hospital last year, mm-hmm. um, and apparently we haven't. So yeah. it just feels, yeah, you're absolutely right. It feels very recent for me, mm-hmm. and um, I just, I ha- I've had pneumonia. I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> I know how scary that can be, mm-hmm. and you know, all we know about this virus is it does tend to target that aspect of your body. So yeah. 
totally trying to be a little extra yeah and that's and i think it's just it's so good for me to hear too because um because like i said there's things that as health wise i'm not having to be as aware to how can it it can affect me but then even thinking of we have a close friend my roommate and i um who I don't, I don't want to overspeak and say it's an autoimmune thing, but I think it's something like that where her immune system is not as strong. And so even thinking of like, I want to see her, so I'm going to do all that I can not to be around all these things. And my friend that's pregnant, I want to see her. So, you know, all of those things. So, and you're right. Like we don't, there's so much we know, but there's also so much that we don't know. And the most loving thing we can do for each other right now is exactly what you just said is, just, yeah. you know, make sure we're being in the appropriate amount of cautious so that we can help take care of other people in our community. Mm-hmm. I think that really matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. That's where you're at, what you're doing. Um, yeah. what are some little joys that you are kind of helping you walk through this day by day since you aren't in school, since right. you don't have that daily, which all right, people, we get it. We get it. If you don't want to have a job, like for three days, it sounds really fun. And you're like, Oh, I wish I didn't have to work. And then try doing that for two months straight I have in your house. So guilty at certain times complaining about it, even just to close friends. Um, because like we, my husband also works in education. They're also not doing online, uh, work to mm-hmm. a great extent and so we, we've been kind of bored yeah yeah <laughs> and, um, I, I hate to complain about that when I have so many other friends that are working and are stressed by work um or lost Do you want to hold your mic up just like a little bit yeah like, sorry no, <laughs> sometimes I'm like I can hear her really well but I'm just for the recording part yes no thank you for sure um but yeah it's it's it gets a little boring after two months of this. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, my, I am still having weekly Zoom meeting with my students, um, which is really fun. There's only a handful that show up each time because, again, they're high schoolers. Mm-hmm. A lot of them work jobs right now, um, yeah. which is, I think, great. Um, I even had one student say to me he was so glad he could work so that people at his job with compromised immune systems or uh, health risks could not work. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's awesome. Like, mm-hmm. great perspective on that. So um, getting to hear from them and just hear their experiences with it. And then we play history Pictionary on those calls, which is super fun. I was going to ask you, what <laughs> is that like it's so cute? Yeah, there's a website I use online and um, it lets me put custom words in. Oh, cool. So I've just taken words from like our vocab packets from the last few units that we, you know, actually got through. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> we'll, we'll play Pictionary for a little while together. And I've been reading a lot. I've been writing a lot. Um, I have been reading and writing and spending time with God without feeling a strong need to produce anything. Mm. which I think really matters. Um, you know, when I'm stressed about work, it's like, if I pull out a great negative truth in my quiet time with God, I'm like, wow, I need to turn that into an Instagram caption because I don't otherwise have time to like write for my blog or write for Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's been kind of nice to have this freedom right now of, yeah, a lot of times I do still find that nugget and I do still put a caption on Instagram or I had a blog post that I published this past week. But at the same time, like if I spend a couple hours in scripture each week and don't have anything to sh- like show for it, mm-hmm. 
that's okay. (laughs) Like God is happy. I showed up. I am happy. I got to spend time with him and that's enough. And that's, I think kind of a reset and reminder that I really needed right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So is there anything else like little thing, maybe that you and Grant are doing, especially as a newly married couple, you knew that you loved each other at the beginning. We did. We do. (laughs) We're in a thousand square foot apartment together all of the time. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's been, um, really great to have extra time together just because we do work in education and our lives are really busy when we work. Um, we early on in our relationship, cause we were grad students with like not a lot of money to throw around. Yeah. Um, we would cook like a really fancy dinner together and then I would go, we would each go get dressed up and then mm-hmm. like go out on the balcony and eat dinner together. And mm-hmm. that would be like our quality date night for the week. Um, and we still went out to eat other times, but you know, some of the months where we were on a tighter budget or we just yeah. didn't have as much time, like that felt more restful to us than totally. going out to a nice restaurant. And so the fact that that was already like in our relationship has been so fun because mm-hmm. most Friday or Saturday nights, we, that's still what we do. Mm-hmm. We cook something kind of fancy or we get fancy takeout and we both get dressed up and we come eat out on our balcony sure. and it's, it's been really sweet. I love that. Just to kind of bring that tradition back. Yeah. Yeah. That's really fun to kind of like remind you guys of, of the dating season and. Yeah. Yeah. It was really interesting to fall in love in grad school. So (laughs) kind of bringing back some of those ways that we um, did make time for each other Mm -hmm. here at home has been really cool. Mm -hmm. How long are you guys engaged again? We were engaged for about eight months. Okay. I couldn't, I mean, I wasn't there in person. So I couldn't remember like, yeah, my- totally fair. We dated for about a year and a half. Uh, we were engaged for about eight months. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we've chatted about this a little bit, but like, what would be kind of a nugget or little spurt of encouragement that, and I think mm-hmm. I'm think connecting it right to the blog post that you just wrote. I feel like it's very similar to what we talked yes. about last week. Um, yeah, what would be your thing that you're kind of learning through this and it's helping you take this pandemic one day at a time mm. not get overwhelmed? Great way to put that. <laughs> um, I think one thing that I've really been learning has been about comparison, which is, I think, just something that we all struggle with at all times, but usually I'm too busy to really slow yeah. down and like evaluate why yeah. I'm constantly comparing myself to other people or, um, in both good and bad ways. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think one thing we really have to do for ourselves and for other people in this season is both combat that comparison and that guilt and shame with a ton of grace, Mm -hmm. um, not just grace for ourselves because we don't know how to do this. And like, we, we can't compare our experience to others. Um, in fact, I actually went and listened to that Brene Brown podcast you told me about mm-hmm. on grief. And one of the lines that stuck with me was the worst loss is always your loss, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I just loved because we really can't like, this is not about who is suffering yeah. the most loss. Um, people have canceled weddings. People haven't been able to go to loved ones' funerals. Mm-hmm. Some people are just really bored at home. Yeah. Me. And <laughs> it, all of those are valid. None of them 
are invalid. And if we don't give ourselves some grace and stop comparing what we've lost to what other people have lost, like we're never going to be able to process that in a really healthy way. Mm-hmm. And it's going to, I think it has in the past stopped me from taking it to God as well. Mm-hmm. And so the only way you're ever, I'm ever going to fully process something and either uh, move through grief or recover through some type of trauma or just hard struggle mm-hmm. is is with God. And if I don't own up to what I'm feeling as grief and loss and like process that with him and I just continue telling myself that someone else has it worse, someone mm-hmm. else is more put together, you should be more put together. Mm-hmm. Um, someone else is struggling more, you should be more grateful. Yeah. All those shoulds have got to go away. (laughs) Um, And then on the other hand, I think we just have got to give a lot of grace to each other as well, because we, we don't know what it is to experience the loss someone else's experience or the grief someone else is experiencing, or just like the specific ways in which this pandemic is hard for them. Yeah, no, absolutely. All that was kind of marinating um, for me and I'm reading, rereading a really good book by Erin Lochner. Um, um, is it, uh, is it, uh, don't say it. Don't. I won't. I'll wait. <laughs> is it, uh, on nuggets. It's on slow. Say, slow. I think chasing slow. Chasing yep. slow. You got it. You knew. Oh, good so good oh my god so good so you'll love this I thought of you immediately there's a part where she's talking about the first time she ever went surfing Uh uh-huh because I know you went surfing when you moved to California yeah so can't do it sounds (laughs) (laughs) it sounds so hard it's difficult so she's talking about this experience she has and she kept falling off and kept falling off and then her friend who is teaching her told her to try it with less you and more water. Mm-hmm. And she links that in her book to John four fourteen, where God, where Jesus says to the woman at the well, I can give you water that lasts mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she was like writing about how she tries to have that mentality just about her daily life. And especially when things get real hard, like they are for most of us right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think when we look at it, having grace with ourselves and grace with each other, like grace is not a human trait that we're good at doing or knowing about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's something we can only get from scripture and get from Jesus. Mm-hmm. And the connection between those two that like to have grace with ourselves, to have grace with others, we've got to have less us and more water. Mm-hmm. We got to go to Jesus for the grace and we got to mm-hmm. have more of what he ha- has and what he's giving us it can't come out of our own effort Mm -hmm. or it's not really going to manifest as grace. It's going to be grace on the surface and be some kind of guilt, shame, comparison, grossness on the bottom, (laughs) (laughs) or at least it has been in my life. Yeah. So that quote has really been speaking to me lately too. And when, when I really get stuck right now and really get frustrated, I just try to keep saying like, bless you more water, bless you more God. Yeah. No, I was going to ask you to say it again. So that's perfect. <laughs> awesome. To, to go back and read that again. Cause I read that <clears throat> about two years ago. Same. Uh, it's so but, good. Oh man. Yeah. And I never followed her before I read that book. So it's been fun. Have you, oh, this is something we can talk about later. Okay. So let's, that's amazing and great. And I love you. And let's just like, I love it. 
put a little bow on this. Thank you so much for coming. Absolutely. Giving us your wisdom. Um, Thank you for having me. Thanks for asking. I miss you. And I'm so anytime we get to chat, it's great. great. (laughs) Especially seeing your face. So thanks again. Back at you.